When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Here we are once again. And we are joined today. It's another listener appreciation day with the one and only Megan O'Donnell. Hey there. Thanks How for having are you? me. I mean, you are a listener and you are part of listener appreciation day, but why don't you tell us what you do? So I have a podcast called Bravo Happy Hour, and the show is a new show all about people on Bravo, so we don't really recap the shows. We talk about what's happening in current day in their lives, like the buzzy news stories, Brielle Bierman, you know, dyeing her hair, the really hard-hitting stuff. You're kind of <laughs> like, you are kind of like E! News just for Bravo. Exactly. And I think that's what makes the show really fun, because we touch on what's happening on the show's currently airing of course because how can you not talk about how great and how or terrible the shows are exactly. but that's like not the meat and potatoes it's all about what's happening now and then it's fun because seven months later we get to see it on screen and then we get to see how that is translated to the viewers and most of the time none of those news stories ever even touch the screen so it's interesting and it's a interesting way of looking at reality tv i mean i love that there are so many bravo recap podcasts and neither you nor i have one yeah, well, when I was like figuring out the kind of niche that I wanted to create for the Bravo audience, because there's so many goddamn shows at this point, I just was going through and I truly am such a nerd. I made like a list of like every podcast that talks about Bravo. And then I kind of wrote like what they do. And then I kept realizing I'm like 99% of the people just recap. And that is so boring. And I think so many people are masters at doing it. So it's like I don't need to go into their domain because right. that's like already been done. And so we'll I was, never... Like, You'll never, I mean, not even you, any of us, like, I don't think we'll ever surpass, like, Danny Pellegrino, yeah. like, in that genre. Yeah. Like, those people, like, do this for a reason, and that's why they're super successful. So when I was, like, trying to find a niche, I was like, news is so fun, it's so buzzy, things are always changing, and no one else is doing it. And since you are, since you've done that, and you're way more organized than I am, <laughs> um, is there, and it, it really, this is a serious question, is there any other Bravo podcast where someone flies all over the world and puts <laughs> themselves in situations to hang out with the Bravo celebrities? No, and I don't even know how you do it. Like, I was, you know, prepping to come on the show and was going through, I was like, let me write a list of all the Bravo people I've met. And then I realized I've met no one, and I've, like, passionately talked about these people for literally, like, 15 years of my life, like, now almost two quote unquote professionally and I'm like I've met no one I have no desire to meet them I don't know why <laughs> well you well how I do it is I don't <laughs> sleep and I am exhausted and I go on tinder and I swipe right and wow. I'm interested in someone and then I vanish for seven months <laughs> so That's when I'm old and alone 
excuse me, when I'm older and alone and I die alone on my deathbed, I guess I can say I met Kristen Doty 17 times and Erica Jane 800 times. So I'm not saying I should be the model of something that you should aspire to be, but I just, you know, it's like one of my listeners told me, I am doing the Lord's work and I have stolen that and I have adopted it. I'm doing the Lord's work. And you know what, Megan, this isn't about me. It's about all the listeners. And I can't stop now because too many people are relying on they me. They depend on you. Yeah. And really, the only person who loses in this situation is myself because everyone has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you know, like, you know, now that I'm like in the know, like I get comped some tickets here and there, but there's no airplanes being comped. There's no, you know, even when I go away, like with Margaret Dolores, like the people I'm really friends with, they try sometimes to make it all happen. It's always too little, too late. And it's like, yeah, we really tried, but you have to pay for your own flight. I, I, I get rooms when I go with the gals. Are you like a Delta Platinum member? Like, I feel like you have a ton of frequent flyer you miles. You know what? I am so particular about the times that I fly mm, so you don't that I am all over the place with airlines. I kind of am too. I'm like, I can't be a loyalist. I'm the ch- I do the cheapest option possible. I'll basically sit in steerage. Just get me there. I am. Yeah. And for me, it's about time. Like if I go to see, you know, Tom and Ariana and their book signing, you know, in San Diego and the thing ends at 8 p.m. and there's no flight that night. I will take a flight at 5 a.m. That is $250 more than a flight at like 7 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Just I'm, to get the fuck out Yeah, of there. I'm crazy. Like wow. every hour to me counts. And like if I could go from Tom and Ariana's book signing in San Diego at like – it will, it starts at 6 and I'm like, all right, so they're going to be late. I may not be first in line, but I'm going to get there early. Maybe it will be over at 8. Okay, wait. I can just make it to the airport at 1130. I will do that. As opposed to, like, I am like, whatever. David, you're scaring me. <laughs> this is why. I'm like, you need to sleep. Like, there's no. like, quality sleep does so much for the body. But here's the I thing. Mean, you're, keep running. No, but you know what it is? I then do take a day to sleep. I, I do. A day. <laughs> like, a day. <laughs> like, I slept, like, this weekend, Friday, I went to the gym, which is in my building, and I don't think I even left the building on Friday. So then, like, I just stayed in and slept. I had three friends that went to dinner, two friends that went to dinner three blocks from my house. They came to my house to say hi before, and they're like, What do you mean you can't walk through? But I was like, I am not leaving this apartment. (laughs) And it's also been fucking cold in New York. Yeah, fuck this weather. It's been really cold. So you haven't met. So before we get into, so everyone knows what happens on Audience Appreciation Day, (sighs) the guest is given the choice of two stories before. The show, and they pick one that they want to hear about. But before we get to what you chose, tell me about – so I just asked you before we even started about your own experience. You know, you say you've met no one, but you had some quick things you told me about, which I don't know. You said you had a wild night with Zac Efron. So he's not – listen, here behind the velvet rope, even though we're 98% Bravo, like I talked about that Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta that I hung with in December. Oh, my God. In down in Florida? I went to all three shows. My uncle – like he's not my – he's my uncle's brother on like not my blood side. But he went and he said it was like the best night of his life. All three shows? I'm not sure. But he seems like someone who would potentially do all three. There was Tampa. There was – 
West Palm Beach and there was Jacksonville. Yeah, I can't remember. I never realized how much Florida is not for me (laughs) until I traveled around in three locations in Florida. But yeah, I mean, like, I think John Travolta and Olivia and John is not doing. I was going to say, isn't she like incredibly ill? She didn't seem wonderful. So I had to do it. So my point is, like, we do, you know, we don't go off topic. We're not going to talk about, like, Chris Evans. Like, I'm not into the superheroes, right? But if it's, like... Zac Efron's hot. Like, he's hot, sexy. Like, he's, like, fun to talk about. He is, like, not even hot. I would say he is in my top five of all time. He's so hot. I had, like posters of him all over my bedroom wall and so i was at this tribeca film festival party probably years ago i was probably 20 years old actually i was probably younger okay. and it was like an after party for tribeca film festival and it was a zach efron movie uh I what think movie it was the worst movie i've ever seen i can't remember if it was about farming or like nascar huh. like dennis quaid was in it uh what was heather graham so they were all at this after party and zach efron was there and yeah i'm probably like 19 or 20 years old like far too drunk far too young and me and my one of my girlfriends are just like laughing like having so much fun and then we, i was like dare me to go talk to him and then we just like walked up to him and we were like hey what's up and we were talking with him and he was so great so fun so nice so not creepy dennis quaid on the other hand was like in the middle of the dance floor trashed out of his mind like smoking an e-cig before jewels were even like a thing this was like a very long time ago i'm like dude what being so creepy with young girls so then we were like okay let's hang out with efron we're hanging out with him and this was before he like did his like rehab moment for coke yeah and so we were like oh my god let's ask him if he like has any weed or anything and then we were hanging out with him and he was like yeah, he was like talking about weed, and we were like, "Do you need weed?" And we were acting like such fools, and he did. And then he's like, "Let me go ask my friends." And he's like, "Damn, my friends don't have any." And then the whole night we were like hanging out and drinking with Efron. He and actually he was, came back to you. He yeah, like was hanging. And then it was so funny because we had like talked to his manager a little bit before, and she was this cool girl. I don't remember her name. And like as Zach was walking out, it was the funniest thing. He was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, it's like maybe his agent's name was Katie. I don't remember. He was like, "Katie, have you met Megan and Jenna?" And the two of us were just like. What? Like, is Efron is just, like, casually calling us by name? And it was just such a surreal moment. And you always think, like, people are going to be total dickheads, especially when he's that good-looking and, like, young and rich. Like, yeah. But he was so fun, such a perfect gentleman. And I was like, you have lived up to the man that I had on my walls, like, my, like, peak years of now, being a tween. <laughs> here are some questions since you brought up, A, was it the blonde hair or the, the brown hair? This was brown hair. Okay, because I – probably prefer the brown hair but i don't mind the blonde hair on him i don't mind anything on him. no the, the thing <laughs> is the body is on point it's like a little too much like i actually don't really? like mu- muscles like that kind of intimidate me and i feel like wow like but it's damn. not even too big it's like nice and defined yeah. i'm no, I mean, all about me, i wouldn't say no I am all about the Efron. I really am. And okay, so Make in a that, shirt that says all about the Efron. Seriously. And he, he was drinking. He was drinking. Oh, yeah. And. But he was like totally fine drinking. Like, you know, you you know yeah. when someone's like off the deep end with a drink, like at a certain point of an evening. See, my thing is I am so functional as an alcoholic. I literally, <laughs> you literally can't tell with me most of the time interesting yeah i don't yeah. know i kind of like i mean you could it's, it's such a tiny bit but i keep my shit together i i do too i don't 
like fall or like throw up or fight or yell or anything. Uh, and I also like at this rate kind of excuse myself at a certain point where I'm like, I think things are going to get bad. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I can go home like before I'm like, this drunk is real. Like, I don't like being drunk out. No, that makes sense. Um, this drunk okay. is real. <laughs> yeah, no, like the drunk is real. Okay, the drunk so is real. So that's Efron, and there was no talk of like the Tiz. I love me some Tisdale. Oh Ashley. no! Oh my god! Actually, I met her too. Are you I used kidding? to work See? at. Okay. Yeah. You say you've met no one. You've just met no Bravo celebrities. Yeah, I haven't like hung out with Bravo celebrities, which is a shame. I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I'd have a good time with some of them. But I, also- I mean, it's my life's work. It's my life's work. It's like my legacy, you know? Well, that's like one thing I struggled with because in the beginning of my show, I was like, oh, I'm going to interview kind of like low people from Bravo. Like, so I talked to like Albie Manzo and then I just wanted to like have sex with him after. And like, that was it. I didn't really get anything out of the interview. And then I now feel bad if I want to talk shit about him because I'm like, he took his time to come on my show. And that's really sweet. Like so many people are literally like, fuck off when I ask him to come on. So like the fact that he did that was nice. But now I feel like I have like an inherent bias towards him. Listen. So I stopped having guests from Bravo on the show. Welcome to my fucking yeah, life. Yeah, I, I can't teeter that, those lines. because I, I mean, I it's, can't. listen, I'm telling you, the more, like people don't realize, like I am almost at the tipping point with who I actually can really consider a friend. Yeah. Because like, then I will be away with, like, Margaret. Like, I recently went away. I told the story. I was, like, in Niagara Falls with, like, Margaret, um, Teresa, and Dorinda. Margaret brought me. So everything I saw and heard was, like, because of Margaret. And I'm like, I can't talk about any of this, really, whether she said it or not. I mean, Teresa said a bunch of shit, Dorinda. And I'm just like, if any of this is repeated and it gets back, they're going to be like, Margaret, why are you bringing this trash along? Yeah. Well, exactly. And I think, like, I... I feel like I couldn't do that. Like I feel it's like I, it's, I'm too much of a big mouth. But Albie is a ve- – I mean you say you go for low-hanging fruits. I mean because Miss Manzo has her own podcast, Albie's a tough get. Yeah, I guess. And this was a, a minute ago. Like it was definitely a while ago. But, and he was so sweet. Like I don't want to say low. Who else? Guest. Who else do you have on? Anyone I there? had Riley from Below Deck and she was really fun and I actually had a great conversation with the her. The redhead? Yeah. And I really liked Interesting. her. And I thought she was amazing on the reunion a couple weeks ago. And she's a good one. She's really good. And then I think that's it. And then – I mean, I told you Jill Zarin was, like, up my butt about trying to get on the show, and then we couldn't nail down a time, and then I was like, fuck this. Like, I really don't need to talk to you, Zarin. Like, you're, what are you going to say? Like, I don't need to buy a rug. Like, I sat down with her. How was it's, it? Well, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't <laughs> Look even, how bashful you just know. got. <laughs> I just, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Like, there's so much that I could say, not even about her, just about other people involved in the whole interview. I just, I don't even know where to begin. Okay. But um, Next topic. <laughs> right. Next topic. Now, you said you had a moment with Sandoval? Oh, yeah. So, oh, my God. This is another, like, far too young. So this was probably, like, season one Vanderpump really? Rules. Like, and I was in L.A. with my aunt, who's, like, very bougie, fab, whatever. You went and to the Ivy. We actually didn't go to the Ivy. We stayed at the Beverly Hills Hotel. So okay. we basically stayed at the Polo Lounge. That's a nice and, like, place to go. Yeah. We had, like, a gorgeous bungalow. Like, it was real nice. Okay. And so we ate at Mastro's. Like, it was, like, a real, real good weekend. So then one of the nights we were at Sir, and we had, like, had dinner, like, around the corner. And then we're like, oh, my God, we're going to go to Sir. This is so cool. And, like, 
I was, yeah, again, definitely not legal. And <laughs> this is back when Sandoval worked at Sir. Yeah, this was like real? season one. Like okay. one season had just come out, and I was like, oh, amazing. Like, we'll go to Sir, we'll meet everybody. And then we went, and it was Peter Sandoval, and I'm trying to think, Guillermo is there. Who else was there? There was a girl, but it wasn't like one of the main girls. No, no Ariana. No Ariana. This was like before Ariana. I think she might have still been working. No Sheena? No Sheena. No Katie. And he was slinging drinks at the bar, and we were talking, we were talking, and we were talking, and... I remember I was like, bro, like, where the fuck is my drink? Like, I actually ordered a drink from you. And he keeps taking photos and he keeps taking photos. And then, like, he sees me from across the crowd. And I was like, bro, make my fucking drink. And you then, wanted the drink. Yeah, I was like, I want the drink. And then <laughs> I just remember, like, two minutes later stepping back and being like, I'm screaming at Tom Sandoval. Like, this is amazing. And then he made me a drink. And then he gave us a drink for free. He was like, I'm so sorry I made you wait. I'm like, thank you so much. Again, like a teenager. This like is 19. <laughs> you just, you've really been served a lot of places that you shouldn't have been served. Hey, when you pretend, when you're, when you're paying, a lot of places don't really give a shit. Do you know that I have. <laughs> That's terrible to say. No, it's true. But I went to school in Manhattan and. You did? Yeah, I went to Marymount Manhattan okay. College. So I was like a city kid. So it's pretty easy to realize like, oh, okay, if you just don't act like a dickhead. You could get, you in, those can get into most places. Um, what was I gonna say? I this is what I was gonna say. I have never been to listen, for all my travels, I you know what it is about LA? I love LA. I need a lot of reason to go there. I can't go there for all my traveling around to see these people. There's something about when it gets to be six hours, I'm like, I have a problem with the fact that I could be in like Germany for the same amount of travel. Yeah. So believe it or not, for all of my, my, my travel has taken me to some really interesting places. Like I was just in Detroit. That's oh. a whole nother story. Kentucky. I'm about to go to Kentucky for something. I know. Megan's eyes are getting really big. I can't even believe this. Do you know how many times I've been to like – first of all, I've been to Austin, Texas twice in the past. Once for Ronan Farrow, who is one of my husbands. He just doesn't know it yet. And by the way, all my husbands already have other husbands or they're engaged or have serious (laughs) boyfriends. Um, And then I went once because Stephanie invited me to see her podcast, her and Brandy Mm. and surprise guest Miss Deandra showed up. It's episode episode three of Behind the Velvet Rope. If anyone wants to hear about me being drunk with Stephanie, Brandy and Deandra. I heard they're a hoot. You know what it is? I would say, based on all of my experience, the Dallas girls give – they're the second closest to the New York girls. They give the New York girls a run for their money. In what way? Drinking. (laughs) Drinking. Like, like, you know, Jersey, forget it. They're like bottom of the barrel. They don't drink at all. I know. No one drinks. And then Melissa. Melissa. But like normal. Oh, God. That – episode last week where all the dudes were just drunk on that boat i'm like i could see a spinoff of just like the house husbands do you know that i because i filmed with it them all season that i am like on episode like i haven't seen any of the season i'm like episode like seven episodes behind it's a really great season the season finale was just this week i'm just now in the hamptons where dolores and jen have left oh god 
which I remember when that happened because I was really good friends with Jen at the time, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> but she was day. like, I'm leaving the Hamptons, come over my house because I'm going to be home very soon. Um, so that's good. And then really the most interesting thing you said in the waiting room before we got in here is because I am in love with her. I've had a very lovely experience with her. What is this about you and Kristen Tateman? And her- oh, yeah. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. So I my love her. cousins are in school with Kristen's kid and Bethany's kid. I was just going to say, Bethany's kid goes there too. Yeah, so uh, I... Yeah, one day, it was a couple years ago, it was like the day of like the big women's march in Manhattan, like a year after Trump was elected, and... I was, like, wearing a pussy hat, like, my little pink hat, and, like, had my sign, and my aunt was there, and my little cousin was there, but she had to go to Kristen Teekman's daughter's birthday party first. So we go to, like, the location to drop off my cousin, and it was just so funny. Like, my aunt knew that I'd freak out, so she was like, all right, meet me here before, and you could come in and, like, just say hi or whatever. And she was so sweet, so kind, so beautiful, wearing such a chic outfit, like a suede skirt with these beautiful, like, thigh-high boots, just looking gorgeous, so fab, was so kind. She was like, are you guys going out to the march? We're like, yeah, we're going out to the march. Grace is going to come when she leaves the birthday party. She's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Good for you guys. Like, I wish I could go. I just was like, what a beautiful, nice woman and, like, a great family. The kids are cute as hell. Love her. Love her. Love her. Love her. I wish – I don't think my cousin and her daughter are friends anymore. Now, I don't know if, like, birthday party level. She – well, first of all, I've met her many times. I know her. She gives me so much love. On social. I mean, forget about real life. She gives me lots of love on social. <laughs> she watches lots of my stories. Do you know who the Bravo celebrity is who watches my stories? I mean, other than like, okay, I'm really good friends with Kim D, so that doesn't count. Yeah. But do you know who watches my stories more than any other person? What franchise? Jersey. You're never going to guess, but just take one guess. Who literally watches every... And I'm talking like I'm friends with Margaret. It's not her. Friends with Dolores. It's not her. This person watches is like just a a David Yontef super fan. Caroline Manzo? Joseph Gorga. (laughs) Joe Gorga watches every (laughs) He's trying to keep in the loop. He's like, what's happening? But then the thing is, then when I see him IRL, he doesn't act like he watches every story of mine. You know me well. Well, you know what the weird thing is, is like... It's never – listen, I've had some casualties along the way. I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of shows, I think, at some point about all my casualties. mortem Yeah, like people that have blocked me. It's going to be – it's going <laughs> to be – obituary, a, yeah. if you will. But, I mean, I'm really good friends with Kim D. And, like, Joe, Melissa, and Kim – you know, Joe and Melissa on the right and Kim on the left do not get along. Yeah. It seems like – I was out one night. I was at Ventana's out with Kim – and our little crew, and in walked Joe and Melissa. Someone in the group said, there's Joe and Melissa. I looked around, there was Joe and Melissa. So, of course, they came over to say hi to me. I mean, they know me. And then Kim was right there. 
I said, can I have a picture? Because, you know, I have to get a picture. Like, people are like, you have to get a picture with Margaret every time you're with her. You're friends with her. And I'm like, every, every time. Yeah. Every single time. I hate photos more than anything You else. do? So it you didn't get role. any – you got no photo with Tateman. No, I didn't get a – I don't have a – I have, like, photos of myself when I was, like, in high school going to, like, Teresa and Bethany's book signing, like, at, like, a local, <laughs> like, bookstore. In no photo Long with Island. Efron? No photo with Efron. I I, can't. I don't like taking photos. I think I'm like I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. Like I'm oh like, like, I, like I give a shit. I'm I like get they it. take a picture with me. I, I <laughs> get like I used to be that way. I did, and then I changed. <laughs> <laughs> then one day <laughs> I've transformed. Yeah, and now I have no shame. I mean, do you? It's a complicated existence. I'll I'll be honest with you. It's it's complicated. <laughs> it's a complicated. Existence. Well, you seem like a tortured artist. You're like, I do this for my art, but I'm dying. <laughs> here's the thing. I do it for the listeners of Behind the Velvet Rope. I've backed myself into a corner. This is why people listen. And now I can't have a normal life anymore. Wow. But when someone in, Austra- someone in Australia DM'd me yesterday just to say, like, basically called me an icon <laughs> i'm not making this up but You're then like, when they I, said it not me yeah they said it not <laughs> me and then went on to list all the reasons why they love behind the velvet rope and that keeps me here one more day love that. here we are I know. <laughs> here we are together um now okay so those are some good stories I figured you would have met – I mean, this is a whole interesting thing about you. I figured you knew all the Bravo people because of your show. But I think your strategy is a good one. Because let me tell you, when you want the pictures – like, and I've always said this, it is so much easier for me to act like a complete animal when they don't know me. No, I'm, I'm really serious. And <laughs> a complete animal. No. And, like, what's happening is the people that I didn't know now – know me does that yeah. make any sense like i went to like four tom and ariana book signings so now they recognize me i've even made pro like stassi recognizes me don't recognizes me don't. yes yes she's don't. she's listen don't even get me started on kd she is my queen KD, do you know she's my that. queen yeah I think, Kristen is my queen i mean she created vanderpump rules i am obsessed with Miss Dote. Um, and yes, I like to call her Miss Dote. Um, okay, so before we get into other things, talk about the story. I mean, we have to get to the story because it's it's not even a long story, but I gave you the choice of two stories. Now, we're not going to mention the story you didn't choose because we're going to save that for a future listener on Listener Appreciation Day. And guys, this is real. Now, just because all of the listeners happen to be in the New York, New Jersey area. Guys, this is national. This is international. This is international news. I mean, like, (laughs) the thing is, like, I'm getting DMs from Australia. So the thing is, no, like, unfortunately, I've checked with the producers and the investors, and we don't have a budget to fly you guys in from Australia to be part of Listener Appreciation Day. You can Skype them. I could, but you know what? Okay, that's not a bad point. But you know what the thing is? Our inbox is flooded with locals. So the thing is – Support your local podcast first. Well, not even that. But like if you're coming to the New York area and you want to be a part of the show, this is not a joke, guys. This is not a joke. Like I can't believe you have like open casting. I literally (laughs) am like you need to – 
I can't have anybody on my show. Like, I, I, like I was telling you before, like, I, I, you can't trust people you meet on the internet. I'm like, yeah, you might be hilarious behind the keys. But then the moment you get in front of a microphone, they're like, um, yeah, well, the shows are really funny. And she's my favorite housewife. You know, I always find, like, people clam up. You've had some bad experiences. Why have With you... also podcasters, too. Not just people who, like... Really? Yeah, where I've had like podcasts with another podcaster where I'm like, oh, we are not on the same page. You do not get how is my that? Energy. Now, guys, also, if you like what you hear behind the velvet rope, you need to listen to me on. <laughs> yeah, Bravo Happy Hour. I think you were 80 something. I was I, I was a guest on her show way back when. It was a good show. And we had a good time. I, I don't did. think I clammed up. No, oh my God. No. I mean, but see, that is like. Now, I just had my 100th episode this past Thursday. The episode was great, so check that out. But at this point, like, I can see who's going to be a good guest, and I can you feel could? who's going to. I can feel it. I like, can't. Based on listening to their show, if I have friends who have worked with them, or, like, someone I really trust really likes your show, whatever. Like, I feel like I can kind of ease into it. But, yeah, there are certainly people who I've, like, had to have on who I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so awkward. Like, or this is not – we're just not on the same page. See, I decided that I can't because, for instance, now this episode is not released yet, so I can't mention who, but I had – and it's going to be out. I just – you know, guys, I don't know when things are coming out around here, but I had a huge fish, big fucking – I have a big Bravo fish coming up, wow. big fish. And I was like, this Wait, write is... it down and tell me who. Just give me initials. Okay, but do not say it. I'm not going to say it Because it's like – it's big. I mean, the initials are pretty oh, self-explanatory. I it... No, but that's oh, yeah. but those, oh, I, I know who guys. it is. I know who that is. Good. That those is are really the good. same. Those are the same initials. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I guess someone so, else. Yeah, but so it, was it bad? No, but it wasn't what I. You know, it is sometimes the big, big, big fish. You ask a question, they answer it. Silence. You ask a question, they answer it. It's kind of like. They really are doing you such a favor because yeah. they are so big. They know they're going to get clicks. They're going to They're you're, you're like lucky the person is even sitting in front of you. That's like exactly the the most uncomfortable I've ever been on a show of mine was with a bigger fish and she's a big show Who? and I can't say I don't oh. want to be rude. But oh. and she's like a big name. Yeah, she's a big name and I was like super super excited and it was just falling flat the whole time and i was, was like, she just like kind of like what the fuck am i doing here in, in her head so you i'd think? be like da, 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 like like saying like whatever the story was and then she'd be like yeah i totally disagree and um really? yeah she have i don't bravo understand podcast? she talks about bravo oh but man. it was definitely just like so uncomfortable and i left and it was like Ooh. <laughs> and then one of my girlfriends who like listens to all the shows and really is like a good sounding board for me she was like hey listen to the show kind of lackluster i'm like you think like <laughs> i was so uncomfortable I it wasn't lied. like i was nervous i've been nervous only on one show where i was truly nervous but it was because one of the guests was his name is alexander rogers and he's absolutely hilarious and him and his friend chris came on and they have a huh. uber successful youtube show talking about pop culture and bravo and like love and hip-hop and all of those shows it's called pop roast but the two of them were so absolutely hilarious and then i was like nervous and i was like oh my god like i can't keep up like these guys are absolutely killing me because they have a show together they understand one another's rapport really well and i was like oh my god like where do i fit in like they're so good like i just want them to talk i'll shut up so that was like a time i was nervous but like the episode was amazing 
Interesting. And by the way, guys, if you hear clunking, it's really just because we're both <laughs> drinking iced coffee. I'm drinking Like, just- let's just get this over with. We're both trying to drink our iced coffee, like, you know, quietly. <laughs> it's hard, though, but it's, it's good coffee, La Cologne. But people know that I am addicted to coffee. <laughs> um, okay, so which story did you pick I... out of all the cho- choices? Well, the two choices. Well, I had to pick the Chanel dinner because love Chanel, love the product. Love... You do love Chanel. I mean, not really. Now, like, I would never, like, wear two big C's. Like, I find that a little... You don't see, I like... Gauche. You do. See, I don't like – I'm really not – yeah, so she chose – again, I gave her two choices. She chose the Upper East Side Chanel Dinner, which I know you're all saying, what does Chanel, like the brand Chanel, have to do with Housewives? And it's kind of related, and I'll tell you why. But I am not a Chanel girl. I have one Chanel watch. That's the only thing I have it on right now. Look. I was noticing that. I'm fancy. It's the black ceramic Chanel watch. But I'm not a Chanel girl either. Like, I wouldn't wear a bag, but, like, they have gorgeous shoes. Like, I would wear, like, a pair of, like, their, like, beige ballet flats with, like, the black top. You don't like the in-your-face? See, I'm no, in the I face. Do in your face. I do in the face with the gooch and the mm-hmm. LV. Yeah. Then I'm in your face because those agree. are my things. But I do, like, a lot of vintage. Like, I have tons of vintage Gucci bags, like, vintage Gucci is... bags. Like, that's, like, People who listen to the show know that, like, I'm Gucci and Louis. Like, those yeah, are my... I would agree. I just can't get enough. I don't have any designer stuff on today. Well, listen, I'm a down-to-earth girl, but sometimes I like to be fancy. Now, here's who – somebody I had on recently was like, but you're not a woman, right? Like, I forgot who it was. Someone was like – I'm like, I know I'm not, but, like, I recall myself a girl. Okay, so let's just – we'll get to the story because we can't disappoint everyone, and then we'll talk about some other things. So basically, the, the reason that this ties in the housewives is this whole dinner came about because – Ramona Singer couldn't go. Now, let me explain. And then you're like looking at me like, like what? Where is this going? Let me back up. Now, we all know that I have a new Upper East Side life, which you, you live, I on, live the, on the Upper East Side. Where so on the I, Upper East Side you I'm live? I'm on 73rd in York. Okay. So I'm like East, East, East. Okay. You just gave your exact coordinates. I know, right? <laughs> Everyone, don't show up at her house. Honestly, don't object me. I have too much shit going on. You're like, whatever. Yeah. Um... So, listen, I live in Chelsea. I've only lived in Chelsea in the West Village my whole adult life. Wow. Yeah. Never really – I'm not an uptown girl. But, you know, the new year came and I said, listen, there's this place they all tell me about called the Regency. And I've been there before, but it's been a long time. You know who got me into the Regency, who I started going with? Lori Cooper. Oh, God. Dorinda's realtor. Icon. Icon. You listened to that episode of mine. Yeah, it was incredible. Like, I I love her. I just, I love New York women. Like, I am incredibly metropolitan. Like, I love a working woman who is, like, proud to be beautiful and proud about her outfits and has an amazing career and a great life. Like, she just was so truly, like, inspiring. And I love, I love seeing it. And I think I, that's why I love the New York Housewives so much because they kind of embody that. You can meet Lori any day you want. She is a very <laughs> close friend of mine. And she lives right near there. So she was like, you need to come to the Regency you with me. You invite me next time we were there because uh, I'm like, I, five blocks away. I was there last night at the Regency. I'm there 
every night. Best popcorn of the city. I've Truly. said it before. So Great she's, martinis, too. Wow. I can't even. Danger zone. Danger zone. Here's the <laughs> thing about the Regency. It's a heavy fucking pour. It's a heavy pour. Yeah, because everyone's trying to get laid. Like, everyone yeah. goes there to fuck. Like, yes. you know, like, you're going to get fucked if you just hang around the bar a long yes. enough. No, it's Which true. Which is, like, not bad. I was but... with one of my friends last night who I met through Harry Dubin. She's a non-famous, not Blue Check Verified, but I met her through Harry. Now Blue Check Verified. Right, not Blue Check Verified. <laughs> Harry is out of town. And this lovely lady lives in New Jersey, but she was she's in town for a few days. She's like, let's do a drink at the Regency, an early drink. I had one double Grey Goose pear on the rocks with a lime. And after that one double, I'm like, I'm fucking drunk. Yeah, well. Um, one double is two drinks. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, it really is. So I started going to the Regency, and what happened is we're not talking about Harry or Tom or any of that now because this is the Chanel story. I reconnected with somebody who has asked me not to talk about her, but she's my friend and she's asked me many times not to talk about her. So everyone knows this story that one night I was out and I was at Maestro Steakhouse Mm, and I sat next to Ramona Singer and she didn't say hi and she said, do you want some french fries? And threw the french fries in my face and I ate some of the french fries and she's like, that's – literally, there was no hello. Ramona's like, want some french fries? Threw the french fries in my face. I ate some. She's like, they're mine now. Ramona knows me. Sonia's confirmed it, this mutual friend of us. She just – she'll never acknowledge that she knows me. Anyway, this is all backstory. Ramona was with this friend who is going to be known as the French fry woman. Just leave it at that. French fry woman was really nice. I gave her a sip of my drink. That was the end of that story. Everyone knows the video this summer. It went viral. I took it. Ramona pushed Giselle out of the picture. Ramona was at that Hamptons party with French fry girl. So I've kept running into French fry girl. French fry girl is lives near the Regency, and we reconnected recently at the Regency. The Regency has been very good for the listeners of Behind the Velvet Rope. I've got lots to say. So I reconnected with French Fry Girl. So anyway, we're friends now. So it came time. It was during Fashion Week. French Fry Girl is like, what are you doing tonight? There's a Chanel dinner. Ramona can't go. She was my plus one. So what happened is Chanel invited like 15 of their top clients to dinner at Daniel. Mm-hmm. Literally. Oh, my I, Right. God. Like, just Daniel, let's – Just let's – Right. So now I had plans this night with Miss Catania, a.k.a. Dolores, a.k.a. Dol- Dolo, a.k.a. Dol- Dolores Catania of the Real Housewives of Jersey. I was going to a fashion show with her. So French Fry Girl, who just is like, please don't talk about me on that podcast of yours. I'm like, okay. Sure. I'm only going to call you French Fry Right. Girl. I said – FFG. I, yeah. And she's like, okay, do what you got to. But then you post stories with me and now the whole world knows it's me. I'm like, yeah. don't worry about it. Just live your life. <laughs> anyway, I mean I do have an obligation to listeners here. Anyway, so French Fry Girl calls me in the morning and she's like, We're, I, there's this thing. They invited 15 whatever. Everyone has their husband, their wife. She's single. She's like, my plus one was the Singa Stinga. And the Singa Stinga can't go. And do you want to fill in for Ramona? So I'm like, okay, wait. So you want me to fill in for Ramona because Ramona can't go to this dinner with you. And it's like a five-course dinner with the people that work at Chanel and their top clients who are like whatever – and it's at Daniel, which for anyone that's not in New York is like one of the top restaurants. It's like $400 a person, it's, like minimum. Yeah, it's like $400 a person. And it's all paid for and Daniel's wow. going to come over and be at our table. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, I have to blow Dolores off. 
sure, I will be there. Right. I was like, let me figure this out, whatever. So Dolores was like, uh, Dave, she calls me Dave. She's like, I would go to the fucking dinner over hanging out with me too. (laughs) So I'm like, so cool. She's like, uh, it's a Chanel dinner. I'm like, listen, I'm going to do both. So I went to Dolores's hotel, helped get ready. We had some fashion shows to go to. I walked her into the last show and then I'm like, I got to go to the Chanel dinner. So went to the Chanel dinner with French fry girl. And now I love French Fry Girl. I thought that French Fry Girl invited me just because, like, she did invite me for the right reasons. Listen, I'm a great plus one. Like, I show up on time. I look the part. I know how to make good conversation. I mean, listen, I have to drink. But, I mean. (laughs) I have to. No. I mean, you gotta. What the fuck are you going to say sober with all of these, like, really rich people who you don't know? Like, I feel like like you need to be ripping some champagne. And some of them were conservative. (laughs) No, I know. But, like, get this. Like, I don't even mean politically conservative. I just mean, like, prim and proper. Yeah. I mean, Chanel is, like, $4,000 for, like, a blazer. So, I feel like if you're here's the thing so it turns out that french fry girl in addition to all the right reasons invited me because the night that i met her not met her but like reconnected with her at the regency i had on this chanel watch see it comes back to the chanel watch but i didn't lead back to chanel i didn't put two and two together so i have a thing besides lv and gucci i'm like obsessed with watches i literally have like a watch collection I mean, they're all nice, but like I had a different watch on that night. So when we sit down, she's like, show the woman your watch. Because I mean, oh listen, the woman that runs this dinner is truly obviously taking out the top clients to try to make a sale. Yeah. Listen, and I, it's also like Paris fashion. It's like fashion month right, right now. So right. So it's like, yeah, so it all tied together. So I'm like, oh my God. And she's like, French fry girl is like, where's, I'm like, Oh, fuck. I didn't put two and two together. Mind you, I was also out all day with Dolores. So I didn't have the Chanel watch on. I had like another really nice watch on. Everyone liked. It was fine. But I'm like, fuck. But I really might want to buy this watch in white. So the bottom line is the woman fucking might eventually make a sale for me because now I'll buy it through her versus some stranger. Yeah. I mean, she's called me 15 times since then and I haven't called her. I'm really bad with calling people back. I mean, it's like, okay, stop calling me about buying like a $9,000 watch. Like, fuck off. Like, if I'm going to buy it, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy it. Maybe I'll, I'll get buy, to I'll you. I'll get to you. But like right. if you keep calling me and begging me to buy this watch, it's, like, not, it's not happening. Right. It's not like a, you know, $50 thing. Right. It's a little different. So then like the whole time we're there, it's like we had a great time. But first, no one wanted to drink. I'm like, I'm drinking. By the end of it, we all had fun. So then like, of course, I have to do my stories. French fry girl is like, wait a second. That's going on your story. And that's all she said. And I'm like, listen. I know what you're thinking. And she's like, what am I thinking? I'm like, you're not worried about me like posting this for the world to see because I'm going to talk about you on your podcast. I'm like, you're worried about this because Ramona knows who I am and you don't want Ramona to know that I was her replacement. And she basically admitted that that was the case. She's like, she's like, this then I said, listen, you need to tell me once and for all. Because Sonia says, Ramona, and she's like, does Ramona, she's like, Ramona 100% knows who you are. Because I ran into her and Ramona together at the Regency a few weeks before. And she's like, Ramona said, don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. He he like has a podcast. He has a podcast. He's going to talk about us. So I have gotten confirmation that the Singa Stinga knows who I am. (laughs) And she gave me advice with the Singa Stinga. That now, mind you, do you know that I have like fifteen pictures with Ramona? Of which she doesn't do pictures. I mean, Ramona. I really feel like Ramona doesn't uh, care at all about anything. Like no, nothing, anything or anyone, unless you're like Avery, her dog, 
herself or her ex-husband, like, she really doesn't give a flying fuck about anything. And, like, obviously she cares about her friends. Like, you see her, I feel. you know, having, like, friends of, like, 35 years on the show or so many other she housewives. She has two main friends. One is, so, like, that nobody. brown-haired girl. There's, yeah. like, that one main one who was, like, on season one. She's been on, like, a million seasons. Listen, one of them is French Fry Girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I'm saying to you guys. I, I gotta dig deeper into Yeah, your like, what I'm now. saying now, like, this is. This is breaking news. Like maybe I maybe I like buried the lead. I am one degree of separated from the Singastinga. Wow. Like I've been out with this. She threw French fries at you. I've been out, yes. I've been out with French Fry Girl where like Ramona has texted her and she's like, Should I invite Ramona? Like it is minutes. It is days. It is weeks before I am out with Ramona. But she's given me advice. She's given me advice. I I agree with everything you said. But I also think, like, we are sitting here talking about Ramona. (laughs) So maybe this is exactly what she doesn't want. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Like, maybe she's like, oh, he has a podcast. And it's like, yeah, well, we did just talk about her. I'm going to be in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Yeah. (laughs) French Fry Girl. Listen, Ramona. I I think think I know who French Fry Girl is now. Listen, I've got to do my research. French, uh, listen, Ramona maybe doesn't listen to every episode, <laughs> but French Fry Girl is actually a listener. Trust me. People listen. People on these shows listen. Like, why wouldn't you, if oh, you were shit. tagged in these shows, like, why wouldn't you listen to what people have to say? It's like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know. I think people on Bravo definitely listen to these podcasts. I think so. Oh, God. Don't tell me that. <laughs> but it's like, you know what my thing is? Why is it – this is a bigger issue. Why is it then that all of these people on Bravo could hate each other and talk shit and then a minute later they're all best friends? Well, it's like any kind of and relationship. And we're not allowed. Like- but why aren't we allowed to? Do? Why are we chastised for that? Because we're like – they're up here and we're down here. Well, that's why, like, I don't find it fun to meet them because I'm, like, at the end of the day, I'm, like, we're all people. All people suck. Like, we're all hypocrites. We're all fucking crazy. So that's why I'm, like, I like to talk about them from afar. It's, like, sports. Like, I'm, like, I don't know you. Like, we have, like, far-removed lives, but I still, like, know everything about you and, like. You have just a much healthier view of the world than I do. Not really. I mean, I still, like, obsess over these people. And, like, I just deleted my personal Instagram off my phone because I just found myself spending, like, so much time, like, scrolling through like ugly couples and seeing like really lame shit all the time but now i like only am on the bravo happy hour instagram account so all i do is like look at bravo stuff if i'm on instagram and now i'm like oh my god there's so much stuff always happening i'm like i can't even keep my like i can't and even like my show i do twice a week but every week i'm like fuck i forgot to bring that up oh fuck i forgot to bring that oh i should have said that oh i should have said that oh i remember when i saw that so it's so there's just, like, so much to consume. And also people, I think, that don't have a podcast, which is most of the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I don't even, you know, you're two times a week. Like, guys, it's not easy to do a show twice a week. I have a full-time job where I work 50 hours a week at my job. Like, What I do a, you do in your normal job? I'm a photo producer at New York Magazine. and Really? Cut. So, like, that's what I – like, I have, like, a very – incredibly stressful full-time job and then i do this for fun but we just got bought out by vox media new york magazine is major yeah so you get to go to like things through work yeah like a lot of like different events and stuff but it's never really bravo related not really which is unfortunate but But some of it is like major a-list yeah 
It's pretty huh. cool. And so I've been there for a while. Before that, I was like at Condé Nast. So it was like Vogue, GQ, Vanity Fair. And that's where I actually met Ashley Tisdale. Do you know that I, I almost, A, I almost worked at Condé Nast at one point. It was not for me, but I ran. Psycho there. It's Fucking literally psycho. psycho. It's literally no, Mean Girls Club and who's sitting with Anna and Andre Tally in the, in the freaking cafeteria. Well, I ran HR and recruiting for a minute at, like, not a minute, like almost two years at Martha Stewart. Oh, God. That's so, like, I, I love Martha Stewart and that magazine is my favorite. Like, I You love don't want to work there. But yeah, I've actually heard like, it was a it's a horrible place stories. to work. But so I mean, I used to pull people from Condé Nast all the time yeah. to come work with us. But then the difference is Martha Stewart, believe it or not, is like more of a mess of a company. Like Condé Nast is just like ugh, you have to dress up and like yeah. dress and, like it's too much for it's me. It's too much, and it's like a popular club. And like for me, I'm like I don't give a fuck about any of you people. Like no. I'm here for work to get paid, so I could like live my life outside of work. Like this isn't my life. I will not spend. You know, my, like, my, what, five hours of free time after I get out of work sitting at home writing emails? We're not fucking curing cancer. We're not doing anything that ha- no. cannot be done in the nine hours of the day or cannot be done in the morning. Like, I have, like, a real good work-life balance, and especially because of the show. Like, when I went to New York Magazine, it was good. I had, like, some practice with being at Condé of, like, creating work boundaries. And I'm like, and this show able. needs to get done. Like, whether it's me waking up early and doing it or, like, leaving work on time at six on the dot, you know, when, you know, there might be. I don't know how. Do. I mean, I guess I also have a full time job of flying around <laughs> and hanging out with all these people. But Must doing. Must be nice. <laughs> but no, but doing two shows a week is, you guys, I really hope you appreciate all of us. Well, that's why, like. It's uh, exhausting. I did, like, my 100th episode and we were, like, getting a little wow. buzzy. And then it was, like, 50 minutes into it, into the hour episode. And then my friend just made a comment and I just said, I was like, you know what? All the people, mean haters who will like write a mean comment on iTunes, like those things really affect my wallet. Like, let's be real. Like, and if you don't like this content, turn it the fuck off. It's free. Seriously. You know, and I love the people who listen and I'm so like, like confused and like honored that people take time every week to listen to my show. But like, I listen to shows that I am not crazy about, but I turn it off. And I keep it moving. Like, I don't, like, go completely out of my way to, like, hurt someone's feeling. And I believe in constructive criticism. And I think there's a way to do it. Yeah. But, like, to write, like, an absolutely disgusting, rude thing when it's, like, this takes me literally 15 hours a week between, like, all the show preparation, right. all the shit, and then watching all the fucking shows. It's, and like, it's, there's like, layers to it, if and... you think you could do better, like, get <laughs> off your couch and go have a fucking show. <laughs> That's what I say. It's <laughs> really hard. I'm, like, um, okay. So you keep, like, telling me how many times I say like and um and whatever. And I'm, like, uh, you try to like record yourself for 50 minutes and see how many times you say it. See, like, I fucking haters. I I'm getting amped up. This is like listen, coffee number three. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 I don't listen to podcasts and I, yeah, sometimes I listen to myself back and a lot of times I'm mortified that I say, <laughs> um, and like, but I'm like, Who this cares? is the show and somehow I'm just a disaster, a beautiful disaster. <laughs> and this is – so I guess there's really nothing more to the Chanel story. I mean, it just – I think, you know, again, I'm one degree away from Ramona now. Like I literally truly have a good friend that is one of her two best friends. If that's not like – but the bitch who I love dearly, French Fry Girl, was like, don't post me. And I've been out with her. I went out with her and Elise Slane, who's the new friend of – and Elisa's husband, we went to dinner last week. Same thing. 
this French fry girl was like, why are you putting me on your story? I'm like, you just don't want Ramona to see you with me. Weird. Listen, here's the thing. Everybody knows this. If you go out with me, wherever it is, you are going to be on my story. I live my life on Instagram. I'm pathetic. Just like it is what it is. So she's okay with it. She knows there's nothing she can do. But that's it. And I did fill in for the singer-singer. Daniel came over to our table. That's incredible. That place is amazing. I went there. The food was <laughs> The food was really good. I don't necessarily remember specifically what well, I we've ate. We've all been there. But it really it really was like a 12-course meal. It was amazing. And it's all because I've decided to have this whole new Upper East Side life, which I don't regret. Welcome to my world. You know what? It's life. really – the Regency is good for business. Have you been to Orsay? That's another housewife spot. It's, it's delicious. funny. But yeah, is that – like where is that? Lexington and 78th or something? No, then it's not 78th. what I'm thinking. It's amazing. It's like a hot spot French restaurant. Like the girls have gone there on the show I think like two or three times and then I've like walked past. I can't remember who Let I saw. Let me write this down. You know where we go after it's the really Regency It's really near though. my apartment so if you ever want to get a drink. I just wrote I it down. I truly love their French onion soup. Amazing. So good. And a total scene. And O-R-S-A-Y? Such a, yeah, such a blast. Well, you know where we go after the Regency which is a housewife hangout which is such a scene. La Bib. The oh. Biblical <gasps> That place is amazing. The one oh in the Hamptons God. and the one in the city. They're both like. Yeah, I went there years and years and years ago. And I remember I was like, oh my God. This it's is great. So chic. I went for a lunch and I remember like, again, I was with my very bougie aunt and she's like gorgeous and was like talking to like the older rich man next to us. And I was like, damn, this place is so That's the thing about the Regency. You know who wants to start coming to the Regency with me is Dolores. Any single woman. Well, is she it's... moving to the city? I feel like <sighs> I just, I talked about it on my show the other day. Okay, listen. Any scoop. any scoop alert. Any scoop alert that involves <laughs> Margaret or Dolores or Kim D. I know this Kim's not in the news as much. <laughs> but you need to call me and run it by me. Because that true, is Yes, that is the most ridiculous article I've ever read. Dolores got an apartment in the financial. Guys, this is scoop here. This is for your your show. <laughs> This is like from the horse's mouth. This isn't like I think Dolores got an apartment in the city for the summer because Mr. Junior, Frankie Junior, the hot piece of ass that he is. <laughs> Dolores knows. I've told her this before. I was say, your friend probably loves you. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He's not. He's not my type. But he's. He's hot. believe it or not. He's not. Nikki TV, who modeled in Melissa's Envy show that I was at, that's my type. I'll show him to you yeah, after. I, I don't know him by He's, heart. It's like all the same. It's like the Melissa's circle. But mm. the, I would take him over Frankie, believe it or not. But Frankie is doing an internship. I think that's some big bank. I feel at like. op, yeah, it's a bank. I think Oppenheimer. I first, I, she told oh me. Oh my god, he's working at Oppenheimer. That's it's so close one, it, to my office, but it may not be that. I, I may be wrong. It's one of those. So Dolores got an apartment for him. That's for the literally summer. in the same office building as I work in. It is. Yeah, eighty five Broad Street. Yeah. Sorry for the people. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I remember, but I don't know if it's, but I think it's Oppenheimer. I mean, she, it's not like a secret. She tells it, and she got him an apartment, and she is going wow. to 
stay in the city. Well, that's what I said on my show. I was like, Dolores is going there to cook his dinner and yeah. do his laundry. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, not moving to the she's city. She's not like doing a full She thought meeting. it was the most hilarious thing in the world. She's not transferring to the New York Housewives. Well, that's like the whole point I brought up on my show. And I was like, after her tiff no. with Ramona, I don't think Dolores is going to be no. seamlessly, seamlessly fitting into no. New York squad. So like, there you go. And then there's no real gossip. Margaret had some backlash this week because she is doing a new podcast I also talked about this on with <laughs> Lexi which I've known about this forever and people are now criticizing her for girl with no job yeah girl so with I no job gonna... has some controversy and like yeah. can I just tell you what happens in the world I'm getting fucking DMs I am getting DMs David blah 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 how could Margaret do this and I'm like oh my god so like people People do about it. When it relies on Kim, Dolores, or Margaret, I get like dance. I'm like, there's nothing I can do. And they're like, are you aware of Claudia's past? And I don't even understand what I literally, I don't. Let me tell you something about me with DMs. You either need to be blue check verified, more famous than I am, or fucking cute. (laughs) And then I'll respond. Or. Or a listener uh, behind the velvet rope. Otherwise, I do not respond. No, I'm serious. When someone DMs me, I'm like, not cute, not cute. I'm like, this one's fucking cute. I'm going to respond. <laughs> That's how I date. No, I'm serious. I, I think I date more wow. through people reaching out to me in DMs. Wow. Yeah, you so know I what? I the DMs. The only people who listen to my show are women and gay men. So unfortunately, like, That's not, not really you. my type. That's not for you. Although, <laughs> really? Although, okay, so I have... Same thing, women and gay men. I think I'm the biggest, based on my market research, <laughs> I'm the biggest amongst, like, moms. I'm big in the mom wine club. Yeah, big. I would agree. I have, like, this one woman who always messages me. She's like, hello, I'm 63 years What's old. What's her name? Oh, no, it's, I doubt I it's the same person, name. huh? But she's always like, I'm 63 years old. All my generation created the real hip hugger jeans. I'm like, what? Like, this is hilarious. But she's so sweet. And hey, if she listens to the show, fuck yeah. That's amazing. And I've I said want everyone this, to listen. I don't care about your age. Me either. And I've said this before. If somehow audience appreciation day and i listen i don't care we take the best qualified person that week if we're having an audience appreciation episode <laughs> congratulations megan you have made the cut thank you so much somehow wow. i passed my audition somehow up to this point audience appreciation has turned into women 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 and women i welcome Shocking. gay men and i welcome straight men i welcome straight men yeah, I think you'll. Have I to had a great no, but I had. It's harder to find. <laughs> do you know? Do you know who? Do you know who I? Yeah, I mean, I, okay. I've never met a single straight person who listens to my show. I know. Maybe one guy, but like, I think sexuality is a spectrum, so I feel like he it's could he could go both ways. At a do you know point. who I had? I sat down with. I think it's episode six of Behind the Velvet Rope. I sat down with Colin Hutzler. Who Who's is that? on? Well, there's this great show on Bravo called Spy Games. Oh, I saw that. Like, which I man. never would have watched. I told him, but I watch it because of him. Yeah, and he, he is hot. <laughs> a fucking f. I like posted, but I mean, like, I just I love having a straight guest. It's like so he came in. We did our interview. It was like you know how we were talking before. You know, it, it was a good interview. 
and I posted the picture of him. And someone was like, I've never been more jealous in my life. And like, I don't know how to really read that. I think she was talking about the fact that he's so fucking hot. Yeah, most likely. He's so hot. And his teeth are so white. Damn. Actually, you have very white teeth. Thank you. Yeah, I like notice these things. I appreciate it. Um, So that's it. I'm sorry that my Chanel story was not more detailed. I just think the key is that, you know, I substituted for the Singa Stinga. You know that means you're like close to becoming a New York housewife. Close. But let me tell you something. French Fry Girl will cut me off. (laughs) Listen, here's the thing. French Fry Girl's birthday is coming up. Mm. Like her real birthday. I got to get her a good gift. Get her like a diptyque candle. Mm. Rich women on the Upper East Side love expensive candles. Do you know? I'm speaking for myself. Do you know who loves expensive or non-expensive candles? Dorinda, David Yontef from yeah. Behind the Velvet Rope. <laughs> oh, I forgot you came on my show. And we were talking about like Jackson Britney's gift guide, and they were like Bed Bath and Beyond, like s'mores and cupcake, and I'm like, that's disgusting. I have diabetes just smelling it, and you're like disgusting idea. No, like bed, man, you're uh, crazy. The bed Bath, no Bed Bath and Beyond candles, marshmallow, this. The, they are the be- the twisted peppermint bed bath Ew. and beyond. Oh, no, and up. then your whole apartment smells like Santa's like playhouse. It's like, so good. It's things. so good. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I I use like vetiver and lavender and sandalwood and tobacco patchouli. Like I do like dark vibes. Like I do like what I think like a a sexy jazz club huh. to smell like in my bedroom. I'm just thinking it's a choice. Like, I had now listen, I'm thinking I had a candle and like I hope I blew oh it out. Oh my god. I'll call my doormat. Listen, it's it's self-contained. It's not that I've done that, that before. Me. I've definitely it's, done that too. Where I come home and like the candle's been burning for 13 hours. And then I'm like, oh my God. Like or like if you're out and then that it's moment not it hits you and you're like, I think a candle's still out. Or like I think I didn't turn my oven off. Like that happened to me one time and I was like, I didn't turn my oven off. And then I ran back to my apartment and my oven was on. Was well, like, I so have never turned my oven on in my life, no matter what apartment oh I've lived God. in. Oh my God. I cook so. a lot, so. And you're going to have to come back on because part of the Chanel story, I was going to talk about some other things that happen at the Regency. I mean, is there anything else you want us to know about you? From this little stopover? Uh, well, this was really fun. I love coming on as a guest. I was saying to you before how it's so much easier because I can be like a fucking stickler with myself on my own show. So I had fun on your show too. Oh, I, I mean, I always have fun, but sometimes I feel like people are aggressively harsh about the things I say versus no, a guest. I think so you're... I'm like, sometimes it's too much. I'm like, I have to be like. No, you're doing a great job on your Thanks. show. I'm going to keep listening. Now, where can we find you? Apparently, you have no more personal Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not on my personal Instagram for the time being. Let's see how long this lasts. I give it like a month. But you can go to Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram and check out the show. It's out every Monday and Thursday. So most of it's news shows. But then sometimes I do like a really fun bonus episode. Mm. Like a couple months ago, we I worked with uh, this girl, Moni, and we did like a deep dive into the <laughs> Kenya Moore's like pilot of Life Twirls On. So we watched like the 25 minute pilot and then just had an episode talking shit about it basically and That's super amazing. fun random Kenya. shit like that i love doing random deep dives spending far too much time researching a very stupid topic it's kind of really fun for you're me. very <laughs> professional i do like 30 seconds of research a week no well, i'm not kidding literally you. go down my throat they'll be like you got her son's name wrong, you fucking idiot. So I'm like, really? Okay. Like, I'll get I it. I guess I'll I'm lucky. Right. I mean, I'm lucky in that sense, I guess. I don't know. I just like am uber sensitive to criticism. So, like, when people do tell me things and I like 
go above and beyond to fix it. I think that which, like, like so many people have hated me for so long. I think listen, most I have like so many fans, but then there was just like a whole bunch of people that hated me yeah. way back. So I think because I got that early on, but my reviews on this show, believe it or not, are like all five stars. Well, it's a really good show and I think you're a great host. Like I mean, if you, you read, have... there's not one, there's like one that was like kind of constructive criticism. Everything else was like a five star amazing review. Well, you deserve it. <sighs> Thank you. It's not easy. So we're going to listen to your guys, people who think all Bravo podcasts compete. That's not the case. We are bringing different things to the table. Totally. I love your show. I think everyone needs to listen to Bravo Happy Hour. Everyone needs to keep listening to Behind the Velvet Rope with David Yontev. <laughs> Throw it five stars on iTunes. Say some oh, nice words. That's the thing. If you guys, if you like what you hear, listen, we read all of our reviews. So leave us a five-star review. And like, listen, my thing is if you leave five stars, great. I thank you. If you do a little write-up, it it's not going to kill you. I really like the write-ups. I post the best write-ups on my Instagram. So if you want to get reposted on my Instagram, listen. You, you can and French follow- Fry Girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look out for French Fry Girl. It's at David Yontef. It's at Behind Velvet Rope. It's Behind The Velvet Rope on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can book me on Cameo. And just remember, you know what, Megan? Because like you think – that you don't understand how I do it and I fly all around the world and all this other stuff. But the thing is, I really do want to stay in at night. I do. I You don't believe me. You're shaking your head. <laughs> no, she's shaking like, her head you now. You want to be drinking double vodkas with Marge Sr. like I, hitting the streets of Park I, Avenue. I do. I do. But then but there's, a, there's the best of both worlds. You need to have that balance. Here's my thing. When you go out, all, when you stay in all the time and you go out, it's like girls gone wild. It's Trust like, me, it's like the It's the big <laughs> night out. But I'm telling you, I stayed in Friday night and I never stayed. And I'm like, this is heaven. And I really do want to <laughs> stay in. And I didn't take a bath on a Friday night, but I wanted to. I didn't read a book. I didn't have time. But I lit a candle and I watched some TV. I caught up on Grey's Anatomy. Love that for you. Self-care. It was great. But all the other days, I don't stay in. You know why? <laughs> I wake up. I put on my big girl pants. And I force myself out the door. Because I, David Yontef, can best serve these lovely listeners, <laughs> such as yourself, Megan. <laughs> Do it for the pod. Do it for the pod. Behind the velvet rope. Doing it for the pod. <laughs> Woo! Applause, <laughs> applause in studio from a guest. Wow, we, we listen, we need to have audience appreciation day way more. Of course, I appreciate you coming in. Thank you. My pleasure. Anytime. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>